0: was from the gold on this
1: episode of why watch that
0: why watch that's on a quest to help you find the movies and tv shows you'll love buckle in in the city of london in the year 1983 the unthinkable occurred a brink's warehouse near heathrow airport of all places was infiltrated by a band of robbers led by mickey mcavoy played by adam nagaitis 32 Church Street Tooting! Ralph Turner! Flat 2, 98 Bromley High Street! Gentlemen! Come with me! So you know where they're going, but what will they find when they get there? We know every note in there. We know the
1: currency, and we know you are trained to the layers. Hey you, I get two quid and a half of this would carry the money to your bloody van. I just can't remember.
0: But things don't turn out the way you might think. You see, as a result of that guard's panic, a new opportunity arises, an opportunity these robbers never saw coming. These robbers have carried out an armed raid, stealing almost three tons of gold. Yep, that's right. They stole three tons of gold bullion, resulting in the biggest heist in British history at the time. But this was not the plan. After all, they expected to nick much less than that and in foreign currency, not in gold. So while all that gold is worth about 26 million pounds, you can't just sell it as is and turn a profit. Oh, no. You have to disguise it to sell it on the market. And to do that, you have to know the right people, which is where Kenneth Noy, played by Jack Loudon, comes in. Now, these perpetrators have never heard of him because... You only hear about the people who get caught. Mm-hmm. And from there, things get complicated rather quickly. But the Special Investigative Unit, led by DCI Brian Boyce, played by Hugh Bonneville, doesn't know that yet. At the moment, they just think they're... ...looking for six robbers and three tons of gold. Money like that will end up in surprising places with surprising people. And those surprising people are much more wily and skilled than six know-nothing robbers. For one, Kenneth might be just as good as he thinks he is. And for two, his partner in crime, John Palmer, played by Tom Cullen knows how to turn pristine gold into something less pure, thereby making it much more fungible. This ain't just about six blokes in a van. Every ring, every watch, if you're looking for the gold, it's all around you. This will only get faster and faster till one day it's all gone. So in other words, the authorities haven't got a chance. Even still, Boyce has a resourceful crew, including Detective Tony Brightwell, played by Emon Elliott. So they might wind up with something, and they begin at the beginning with a hunt for Mickey, the head robber himself, if only they can catch him. This is his boys. He's gone to ground in the Silver Lock estate. Where's he going then? Home. And home is where they will find him, but that's nowhere near enough. As Tony's partner, Detective Nicky Jennings, played by Charlotte Spencer, says... Now i we chasing the interesting ones. We I can't stop until it's done. Well, if he won't stop, and we won't stop, then it's a race. And of course, that race will lead right to the interrogation room. But will anything stick? Confess to the murder, and tell me where the gold is. That's all the power you've got left.
1: Well, I guess we'll find out soon enough, Mr. Boyce, what power I've got left.
0: And that wish is his command, as everyone discovers when good old Kenny winds up in court. But he has a character witness, his wife Brenda, played by Nicola Burley. He's not some mastermind or some big gangster. He's just a normal family man. And that normal family man knows how to win over a normal crowd and outsmart a normal barrister, who asks him why no one knows what he really does for a living. He responds by saying... I don't want people around there knowing I'm dealing gold. You wouldn't want people knowing you're dealing in smuggled gold. Well, I wouldn't put it in the yellow pages. So he's a slippery one. But he's involved someone even slicker in the form of Edwin Cooper, a status-seeking lawyer played by Dominic Cooper. But Edwin doesn't work alone. Instead, he decides to engage the services of a shady character by the name of Gordon Perry, played by Sean Harris, to fence all this ill-begotten gold. But nothing ever goes smoothly, not even for them.
1: The police are outside.
0: But things don't stop there. They also extend to D.I. Neville Carter, played by Sean Gilder, who's connected to Kenneth, and he has a threat for Boyce. You've just made a powerful enemy, Boyce. I lifted the rock. Let's see how you will handle the light. But that light will shine on Boyce's team as well. As he discovers, Detective Jennings has quite the interesting background and he wants to make sure that she isn't vulnerable. Or worse. Have they approached your father? No. They will? The day my old man affects the way I do the job, you'll be the first to know, sir. And that's a good thing, because to try to close this case and bring everyone connected to the myriad crimes it's produced to justice, many more people need to be poked and prodded. There seems to be an endless supply of personages at all levels of society and government involved. So Boyce decides that Jennings needs to go undercover. It will appear
1: that I'm drinking alcohol. I won't be. You won't be either. This is the only way I could get another officer in with me. And you should assume that you will be testifying about this evening.
0: Sounds like a fun night, sir.
1: Brian, you should call me Brian.
0: And that's not even the half of what this unexpected caper has in store for every criminal and copper and high-level official involved. After all, with something this sprawling, who knows where it will end? But don't let the smooth taste fool you. Danger's lurking behind every corner.
1: All right, the gold um, mini series. Before we get into this, we want to thank you guys for watching our show and remind you to like, share, subscribe, comment. Um, it's really helpful and appreciated. Mini series brought to us by the BBC.
0: Well, not brought to us.
1: No, it's actually brought to. Um, it's available on what it says a mini series on Paramount Plus, right? And it aired on the BBC, BBC One, um, earlier this year. Earlier this year, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So Paramount Plus imported it to us in the states. Okay. From the BBC. All right. Yes. Right now, it is halfway through. So we're three episodes in as of this recording, and there will be three more episodes to go. So I've seen half of it.
1: Half of the six, right? Six episode miniseries. Yeah. Um. Okay. It's interesting to me.
0: Well, of course. They're talking about gold. I
1: like heists. Yes. Um, and even though I would not necessarily consider this a heist because I feel like heists are like well-planned out and not sloppy. This seems a little sloppy. Well, oh,
0: that's just, you're just modifying a heist. The heist can be sloppy. <laughs> I don't like that. I like <laughs> fail <laughs> at a heist. I don't know why you're saying that.
1: I favor sophisticated <laughs> heists that are not sloppy and mm-hmm. movies and TV shows that follow
0: those journeys well you'll see Mm -hmm. because like i said in the plot summary they were going there for something right
1: and then they ended up
0: exactly they ended up finding gold which was better than what they wanted so that's why. so they did plan okay they were ready it's just if you're not ready for gold you then have to scramble you know yeah yeah all what, right. am, what are we talking about? We're not telling you what to do. This is, <laughs> this is in the show. Like, yeah, We're not expert heists. No. <laughs> We've watched a lot of yeah, it, it, them. They'll explain oh. it. You'll see how it works. Mm-hmm. It's actually very well documented how that happens. Okay. Because it starts with the heist. Like mm-hmm. the opening of the plot summary mm-hmm. is how the show starts. Mm-hmm. So you're like, what? Whoa. Okay. You're like, oh. <laughs> cool. I keep talking. So, yeah. So
1: this yeah. is totally something I would. I would this is up, right up my alley. I love these types of um, these types of shows, and so much so that I don't even think this needs to be a movie because you guys know I'm good for a good, efficient kind of buttoned-up situation. But I will take this in episodes and kind of see how it how it plays out. So that plot summary really got me excited about what this six episode journey is going to look
0: like. Yeah, you were really taken aback. <laughs> by them busting in
1: yeah the busting it see much i i struggle when people could potentially burn people up put people on fire i I, I, my brain can't really manage that but i did like the color of
0: their um, brain couldn't manage it either. (laughs) now remember this is based on a true story yeah 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 so what i would say is because man why watch that it's always bears repeating now that you've heard what the producer said, yes, at why watch that produce, the producer has not watched it. I have, that's how we work it. Mm -hmm. Also, we try not to spoil. Mm -hmm. So one way to do that is we just use what they released to tell the story. Mm -hmm. So they released a lot because it's already finished across the pond on the BBC. But even there, there's a lot to this that we didn't get into in the plot summary. So that's a good thing to keep in mind. So you're seeing a lot, but not everything. Not everything. And you'll see what happens with that little lighter. Mm-hmm. Because he was blanking. Was he pretending or was he not? You'll find out. Now, before I dive into the rest of this review and either corroborate what you said, producer, or say no, this is created and written by Neil Forsythe, And it has two directors, Anil Karia and Lawrence Goh. Anil directed the first, third, and fourth episodes, and Lawrence directed the second, fifth, and sixth. Interesting split up there. So let's go episode to episode what we have so far here in the States. For the first episode, as you can see, it's a lot going on. There are a lot of different people involved. They got to set it up right after the heist. I thought that they made all of those myriad moving parts clear and insistent. Like, right from the beginning. Now, they don't just bust in at the beginning. You give us the lay of the land a bit. Like, the whole thing works well. So when they bust in, just like you did, producer, you kind of jump and go, oh, my gosh. Knocking people out. Calling out their names and addresses. So I wanted to pay attention. I didn't want to miss a thing that whole episode. I think that they were very smart in building the characters Because it wasn't like this is this person and this is that person oh look they told us by showing us and by adding smart writing how these characters tick show is number one when you're making movies and tv shows show it we see how they operate and sometimes it's a quick scene producer just to Put that in there. So if you see a quick scene like Dominic Cooper's character, who's also last, whose last name is also Cooper, his character, there's an early scene where we see him in his house with his wife and kids. You're like, why? You'll we'll find out. So it's little things like that where I go, okay, can I trust these writers? <laughs> if you put some, if you put that there, it better be for a reason, because mm-hmm. then you start going, oh, okay, it's telling me something I needed to know. Then I see it later on. Yes, show us who they are. Show us why they do what they do. Thank you. So the first episode was was thoroughly well done without any nonsense. Everybody was going after it. Episode two. It does lose a bit of momentum, I have to say. And I think the whole thing about Britain is changing. Uh, This is what I had to do to get where I am. It started to stick out to me writing-wise. I started to hear it as writing. Also, unlike the first episode, they fell into a trap. When it comes to Detective Nikki Jennings, the first episode, it's about, well, she has this criminal father, tells us so much about her. So much, just laying that out. Okay, we have a detective whose father is a known criminal. What does that tell me about her? Brilliant. Then in episode two. You know, sometimes she drives, sometimes her partner drives. We can see what's going on on the screen. Last time I checked, it was there on the screen that it was a woman driving the car. Everybody can see that and knows. We know what that means. The statement is made on the screen, and that's when it's powerful. When you put into the mouth of a character, oh, it's a woman driving. I'm done. Like, already I'm done with it. It's ridiculous. It's unnecessary. And you ruin it. The power you had, they just can't resist. (laughs) Resist! you can't trust who you cast it you can't trust the characters you've created you can't trust the story you're telling you gotta write something stupid and the reason the, the reason it really steams my clams raises my hackles is that 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 is a line that could have told me something i didn't know
1: mm-hmm.
0: so thankfully there's not a lot of that it was only in episode two out of the first three they did snap out of it in the third episode. I was like, okay. And then the thing is, she's driving and it doesn't succeed. <laughs> I was like, so now what are you saying? You've pointed it out.
1: Mm. Wow. <laughs>
0: Everybody, like, you, from the first episode, you're looking at her going, okay, got it. Got you. Know who you are. <sighs> I'm so sick and tired of this stuff. I really am. Just put it on the screen, dummies. Now, with that rant done. At the end of episode two, though, and you saw a part of it in the plot summary where they get an expert who comes in and explains to them how they can fence this gold. That explanation of the scheme to convert the gold, turn it into money, make it all disappear, urgency came back, clarity came back. It was a great reminder of who all the players were and how it all works. I thought that was great. And the other thing is, even when it's not as great as it could be, they have this cast. It's a wonderful cast. And I think Hugh Bonneville, remember Hugh Bonneville years ago was in Notting Hill. Remember, he was the guy who didn't know that Anna Scott was famous. That is him. And then we get him in Downton Abbey many years later. And now this. Him as Boyce dialed in at all times. Like it's, He is so clear on what's going on. He's an anchor in a great cast. Every time he comes on the screen, it just, you can see it in the clips. You know that you're not going to trifle with this man without somebody going, hey, don't trifle with him. Watch out for him. We see how he relates to his superiors when he gets this job. You'll see the whole thing. That's good writing. Most of this writing is very good, which almost makes the bad stuff worse. So I just thought that he was a pleasure to watch. He keeps the show honest. And then episode three. In this episode, while the pace isn't as insistent as the first episode, everybody's motivations were clear. And they they to me in this episode, I thought they really know how to tell this story. And they know how to tell it in a way you can follow and care about even if the pace slows up a bit, you're still there. Like I'm watching this with my brother and he's like, do we have another episode? <laughs> I'm like, not yet. <laughs> yeah. it, it's not even that it's perfect, cause it's not perfect, but it's well done even with some of the flaws they had. So I'm looking forward to finishing this um, despite any imperfections, because of all the things I said. I think if you're a fan of this genre, You'll definitely get something out of it. Just know the way it starts. That's not really the show overall. The next two episodes don't have that feel of just really, really moving it, which is fine, because you have to be able to follow all of this different stuff, all these different people. I know exactly who all these people are, and that by itself is a feat. So there we go. Halfway through the gold here in the States, I thought this was the right time to review it so that if you haven't seen it, you can start it. If not, I mean, it's streaming anyway. As long as they don't pull it off the platform, you'll be able to watch it for some time to come. Again, in the States, it's on Paramount Plus. Otherwise, BBC. So producer, I know you're going to watch this now. The question is, would you start it now knowing that you have three more weeks or you just wait for the whole thing?
1: I'm waiting. I'm
0: totally waiting.
1: Why? I'm a binge watcher. And this feels like a bingeable show to me. Hmm. And I don't like Yeah, to no, it
0: might be a bit long there. Mm-hmm. You're closing in on the six hour mark altogether.
1: But even if I did like three one day and three the next day, like I know it would just, it would all be there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well done. Okay, mm-hmm. so there we go. Watch out, everybody. If you want to be a criminal, mm-hmm. you may not know what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Sayonara. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. For up-to-date info and to share what's on your watch list, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Why Watch That and on Twitter at WWT Radio. Also, You can visit us at whywatchthat.com. And while you're at it, don't forget to go ahead and rate Why Watch That Radio on iTunes. Let's keep the conversation going.